Welcome to the SCORE Life and Health Innovation Podcast, where we dive right into how innovation is driving change around the world in our life and health ecosystem. My name is Nia Escobar-Kolo, and I am your host for today. Our world is changing rapidly, and we want to come together with you to explore those changes to understand and live transformation with SCORE. As one of the world's largest reinsurers, SCORE provides insurance companies with diverse and innovative solutions focused on the art and science of risk. Combining technical expertise and experience, SCORE leverages global know-how in over 80 countries focused on the life and health insurance industry. With a population of 1.4 billion people, China has seen almost half a century of rapid growth as the second largest economy in the world. Despite 95% of the population has basic health insurance coverage, many are turning to private health insurance, a market estimated to exceed spending of $1 trillion in 2020. Today, we're talking to Sebastian Codin, co-founder and CEO of The Care Voice, a tech-driven startup which has created a healthcare operating system which connects insurers, pharmacies, physicians, hospitals, and care providers and the pharma industry to care and cure patients. As you will hear in this conversation, Sebastian and I face the challenges of working from home. So the quality of the call reflects this. We hope you enjoy the episode. So Sebastian, can you introduce yourself, please? Yes. So hi, I'm Sebastian. I'm French. I've been living in China for 10 years. Uh, I've been working in healthcare for 20 years, actually. Uh, started my career in pharmaceutical industry, different markets like North America, Europe, China and Asia. I've always been passionate about driving innovation and bringing them to the market to impact people, positively people's health. I had two entrepreneurship experiences while I was still a student and while I was working in Sanofi's at pharma company. And when I arrived in China three years after driving their business uh, here for diabetes, I realized some major gaps in healthcare and uh, with a good environment for entrepreneurship, I decided to start CareVoice. So can you tell us about the CareVoice? So CareVoice, we are uh, a leading Asian health insurance tech uh, operating in mainland China and Hong Kong, and we are expanding in Southeast Asia and Europe. Uh, we have nearly 25 insurance companies uh, who have been cooperating with us to service their customers or launch jointly new health insurance products. We are reaching uh, over 2 million serviceable members, and we are growing very fast uh, over the past three, three four years uh, because we are uniquely addressing four major problems faced by um, insurers. The first problem is around the gap of customer engagement, uh, and two is a lack of insurance product differentiation. Three is a gap to tap into the next generation of distribution channels that will own customer relationship. And last is the gap of digital capability, especially connecting to the ecosystem. So at the core of the company to address this issue is our technology platform, CareVoice OS. This is the first healthcare operating system for insurers to drastically change how insurance can serve insurance members in one click to connect to a health insurance ecosystem and drive health insurance product innovation. So insurance can leverage our digital healthcare journey to provide unique member experience from managing symptoms to booking appointments, from filling claims to health engagement. And we have the ability to identify untapped market segments and create new insurance product for specific population. 
And then insurance can really get differentiation, sales growth, customer retention while reducing costs. So Sebastian, first things first. So the CareVoice uh, has built its own socially independent healthcare platform, like you mentioned before, uh, your own operating system. So why do you have to do this? How does the current healthcare um, system in China look like and why did you need to develop your own independent network? So actually, the, China has been characterized by a, a, a largely dominating uh, public healthcare system. Uh, that the government has been trying to transform for the past 10 years and uh, because not meeting really the, the term of quantity and quality, the requirements for especially the fast growing affluent Chinese consumers. So at the, at the same time, I think government has encouraged the development of private or premium health services. Half of hospitals and clinics uh, in China are private, uh, while before it was less than a quarter. And there is a strong insurance growth because social insurance is only partly covering um, uh, medical costs, right? So we see uh, the appetite of, of consumers to expect services to stay healthy and access easily medical services in this context. We looked at this and we've decided to build this connected ecosystem for health insurance so that insurance can uh, easily bring innovative health services and, and for a new insurance product. So the connected ecosystem is around uh, three core components. Obviously, insurance players, so insurers, reinsurers, who are underwriting products who can uh, uh, bring their customers in, but also service partners, because we do believe that even we can, through technology, we can develop uh, very interesting functions, services. You need to uh, bring other service partners in the ecosystem to make it valid. So uh, we have a large uh, premium network of medical providers, hospital, clinics. We contract directly with them or through, through TPAs. Uh, we also have uh, incorporated into the OS some third parties or some health tech or insure tech that are very specific and could be valuable for uh, for insurance journey. Uh, maybe some you, you may know like Pi in the UK around Cardio Tracker or uh, Medigo, which is a civil medical opinion, or Huami, which is a wearable uh, device company here. So we are incorporating those service partners inside uh, the ecosystem. And, and three is uh, what we refer as smart channels. A new way to um, create product, insurance product, and engage with insurance member is to directly uh, um, bring inside the channel, inside existing businesses who those communities are, um, let's say a platform for parenting, for parents and their kids to the kids stay healthy, a service provider for HR and employees for SMEs. Those platforms already exist, business exist, and uh, they have appetite to help their customers around health and insurance. So we bring this connected ecosystem around insurance, service partner, and smart channels, ultimately to be able to create a set of services and innovative product uh, together with our insurance um, partners. And you're connecting all the service providers and all these different players in the ecosystem through your um, operating system, right? Exactly, exactly. So how does it work from the business perspective when you're bringing them together? Because all of them, you know, they have their own systems, they have their own billing, they, they have their own connection to insurance systems. So how does it work when they work directly with you? So actually, we, 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 you can imagine the US as a kind of uh, middleware that come complementary to the core system of insurance for creating customer engagement solutions. Uh, and, and so we have uh, all the, the insurance data structure about uh, you know, the policies, the benefits, the claim, the, uh, the connection with the medical network, uh, a number of, of uh, assets here. And so on top of that, we can open services, um, services 
to help member to uh, stay healthy or services to help member when they face symptoms to, to access uh, medical treatment. And so then we are uh, working with, um, with uh, third party, like I mentioned, service partners or uh, smart channels where we directly integrate uh, with their uh, systems. So, uh, or they have access to um, a web interface say for medical providers where we don't, don't necessarily have integration. Uh, but they have to access through a web interface or they are notified uh, directly through their uh, emails for any requests coming from uh, insurance member of our clients. So I think obviously, uh, you know, your, the ecosystem should grow and get um, more tight in terms of, of connectivity over time. But I would say with any third party health tech, insure tech is fully integrated in one single digital journey uh, already. Uh, when we work with a, a, a TPA behind us, we have a full integration also for all the claim processing, uh, whatever it's through direct billing or on, um, by submission by the insurance members. So it depends on the configuration. Some insurers, in the level of integration is um, quite light and easy to implement through document-based integration. But obviously, we, we more and more we have through API with insurers, it depends on their maturity. Sebastian, so how does it look on, on exactly the customer side? I mean, insurance is just a small part of the benefits that your users can experience. Could you lead us a little bit through the customer journey? Yeah, so actually the the, the customers, uh, we provide mobile solution, right? Customer facing mobile solution. And uh, at first was through Carevoice own native apps uh, or web apps and integrated inside WeChat front end ecosystem of, of, the, of the insurers. Uh, but gradually we are able to bring this customer facing solution inside the insurer uh, digital ecosystem, inside the insurer apps or more, more and more inside channel. So this is more like where happens this customer uh, engagement. Uh, in terms of, of journey, it starts with uh, what we call the cure, right? That component cure and care. So the cure is because first we started from there when we were more uh, a consumer app, uh, kind of trip, trip advisor for healthcare. We started to have, you know, a large database of hospital doctors and help uh, our um, public user to uh, to to navigate uh, options and, and where where know where to go. So actually, we apply this in uh, insurance setup and say, okay, as an insurance company. Uh, it's really meaningful to help uh, our insurance member each time they have symptoms and to be able to navigate them to the right uh, medical provider uh, according to uh, obviously the quality, cost, and also their, their insurance coverage, right? And to ease uh, this experience uh, for the appointment, uh, for eligibility verification, uh, getting the, the, the claim, potentially open a second medical opinion uh, because it's part of a loop around around cure uh, and then gradually we've expanded uh, around the care uh, components so more uh, prevention service where here it's more dependent on the profile of the insurance members or the type of insurance product uh, targeting different population where you can open different services so it could be um, I don't know, around more addressing stress or addressing uh, sports uh, habits it really depends on uh, what are what are the, the needs of the insurance members that are served, and uh, those those two components is where uh, we are enriching the experience, uh, integrating third-party service, um, either on cure on on care side. So, what are the main the main benefits for insurers who partner up with the Care Voice directly, and could you maybe name a few of the insurance you're working with? 
Yeah, sure. So I, I think the first um, benefit is around restoring this um, um, customer relationship, right? There's this gap of engagement. So through the, the set of services we bring, uh, it creates engagement with customers uh, and it drives retention. We've been observing, you know, uh, improving satisfaction, higher renewal rate of the insurance plan. Two, I think the fact to uh, combine uh, a pure insurance product, a uh, risk uh, protection with services to help people to stay healthy or to um, uh, access to care, it makes those products much more attractive, especially we create products for specific population. Uh, so if you are a sport enthusiast, if you are a single woman, if you are a mother, you don't have the same need of health services, again, product, specific products. So then that helps to drive acquisition of customers uh, because your products are more compelling and you have new way to acquire customers. So that's that's the second um, benefit. And third, you can drive the uh, change of behavior because you have insurance members on mobile, you've been able to attract them, you have services to help them, and it's where through health management, through digitization of the process, uh, obviously you, you benefit the customer, but you also uh, drive efficiencies and lower claim for insurers. So these are the type of, of benefits, um, you know, lo customer loyalty, customer acquisition, change of behavior and drive efficiencies. And this, we, as I mentioned, we've been working with now nearly 25 insurers. So in mainland China, some of the, of the large uh, local insurers like Ping and Health or uh, international one like uh, AXA. Uh, in Hong Kong, we opened one year ago. Now we work with a major player, a local player like AIA uh, or international one like uh, Signa or Generali. So you're a data-driven company. You're talking about um, getting information from different providers, following patients through their customer health journeys. Um, and, and you know, you are collecting a lot of data, as let's say, as a middleman, like you said before. So how are you using these insights to have an impact in, in, for example, the insurance industry? Are you working on underwriting? Are you working on prevention? Are you developing maybe new products? Yeah, so actually I mentioned a middleware more than middleman, right? The middleware, so it's a piece of software that comes as a complementary to, to their core system, to ensure core system. So the, yes, great question around 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 data. So we we, we do uh, collect or generate different type of data. First, I, I mentioned um, the, the concept of smart channels, right? The fact that we opening a uh, new uh, alternative distribution channel for insurers uh, that could be very legit to bring health services and uh, health insurance to their existing communities. And so here we get uh, data from those channels around, you know, the social demographic of the population they serve, the habit, the behavior, their interest. We can validate price points. Uh, so this is helping uh, to design insurance product that fit those populations. So for instance, we, we've partnered with a very large um, uh, parenting uh, platform, uh, helping the, the, the parents and the kids to for the kids to have their physical and mental assessment and improve over time. Or we partnered with very large uh, employee benefit platform uh, to also uh, better serve the SMEs and the employees who are there. So we collect a number of data that helps to design products. And then we, uh, we, when, when we onboard customers and, and with the set of services I mentioned on, on care or cures, that generates new data about those insurance members. Uh, could be around their physical activity, their cardio um, output, um, their level of stress, their consumption of care, are they consuming virtual care, remote care, what type of medical providers, and those elements can further help uh, risk assessment 
uh, of this population. So gradually we will be able, and, and I think it's too early, but gradually we'll be able to, uh, through that, uh, help to have more dynamic risk uh, and pricing uh, and further improve product design. And are you already executing these ideas? So we have been uh, creating nearly 10 new insurance product categories. Uh, they have been partnered, uh, all of them, and, and we have a pipe of uh, at least five or ten more. So the way we've been creating those products, again, through specific population, um, the first one was around uh, group medical insurance for startups. Uh, other ones have been around life stage of, um, of the people, so it could be um, for instance, uh, single mother, uh, single, single woman, mother to be, kids. Uh, we've designed product around lifestyle, so people uh, practicing sports, and so medical insurance for all these different populations. Because then the value proposition is around okay, those populations have different uh, medical risk, but more importantly, different uh, needs in terms of preventive health and, 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 and services. So we can create insurance products that better match those population, and the way to channel the product is very different. So yeah, we've been quite actively uh, um, driving product innovation and partnering with insurance uh, to bring them live. And the, the first two commercialized products, Startup Care and Sports Care, are doing pretty well. They were partnered with uh, Ping and Health, AXA, Generali, and, and uh, yeah, so far so good. Uh, Sebastian, what are the main challenges when working in, in a, such a diverse and, and huge ecosystem like China? You need to find your niche. So it's more as an entrepreneur, I would, I would, I would answer. But um, as an entrepreneur, you, you definitely need to find your niche and you need to have a competitive advantage versus uh, local players. So the, the fact that we've been also uh, looking really at, at, at the at prioritization of healthcare, while at least when we started four years ago, uh, everybody was more on the mass market, public hospital and so on, where it actually it's very, very difficult to, to move the needle. But private healthcare was really picking up and, um, and we were early in this. Now it's becoming obviously a much more um, a mass market and there are more competition. But where I think we've been quite strong is keeping a premium positioning um, and, uh, and combining, I think, the, the, the background in healthcare and insurance because this is more, it's, you know, insure tech in general is, is very compelling. Now there are lots of, of companies, but many cases it's more around either uh, the distribution. So it's more about like doing uh, maybe online distribution or some people have data and they can do a risk assessment. But actually, we've been looking at the problem through uh, what the need of consumer and how to service them and bring health services uh, to major need and in, in a scenario context. So we found, I think, our, our space here. And, um, and that's very important to be able to, uh, to, to succeed in, uh, in China. The, the other component in China is about um, more what are the key drivers for insurers. And this is about sales. In many other markets, it could be where it's more mature, it could be um, uh, customer satisfaction, driving efficiencies. While uh, I think in China, because of the market is just booming, insurance want to grab part of this growth. So if you are an insure tech and you want to bring even a solution that is innovative around services and, and, and driving you know, uh, change and better experience for the customers, you need to position this into a, into a way that can drive sales for, uh, for insurers. Otherwise, uh, you know, they can so easily drive sales. Uh, this is their main, this is their main uh, driver. So you need to find a way that uh, you help them. And it's where I think having applied our scenarios around um, creation, creation of new product and helping them to bring this product live 
uh, with new uh, distribution channels. I think was very important to to pick up here. Sebastian, as we come to to basically close to the end of the of our podcast interview today, are there any open remarks or any questions maybe I should have asked you? Uh, how do we work with reinsurer? How do you work with reinsurers? I, I think reinsurers is very interesting because we see uh, uh, a, uh, we see a strong expertise around product design. So we've been uh, on those new products, um, uh, testing those uh, product design, getting input of reinsurers. It happened that uh, reinsurers have been, uh, you know, we've been co uh, co presenting those. Um, those uh, products to um, to insurance companies. Two, I think, as part of our digital uh, services uh, can imp can impact right either assessment of risk or reduction of risk over time. So it's more uh, how to build uh, assumptions around this, and and this is to be measured over time with 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 uh, with uh, scaling up the population of of insured people who have access to the services. But it's also an interesting aspect. Um, and third, I would say. Those products actually we've been co-designing or getting the insurance underwriting them. I think also on, on some cases, uh, reinsurance can come directly uh, and, and we have the appetite to risk sharing with, with reinsurers. And then the insurance may play, play a role either on, on complementary distribution or part of the operation. Uh, but we see, uh, we see having a growing, uh, growing role with, uh, or growing interactions with, uh, with reinsurers. Sebastian, I think these are all the questions from my side. As I said before, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I will definitely follow up with our conversation for um, the ventures topic. And I thank you for your time. Okay, I'll try to get some rest. We'll see. Exactly. <laughs> Bye. Thank you to our guests for joining us today. You can subscribe to the SCORE Life and Health Innovation Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our conversations to be the first one to listen to our new episodes. Have a speaker in mind or want to share your insights with us? Send us a message to lhventures at score.com. Have a good time and see you on the next episode.